0: Hello and welcome back to Full Side Podcast. My name's Derek. And my name is Blake. And today we are here to bring you our top songs of 2021. We might have like five or ten
1: of them. Yeah, thankfully I liked more songs than I liked albums this year. Dude, that is exactly where I'm at with this. I have way more compassion, not compassion, but more passion for uh, my top 10 songs than I did my top five albums.
0: And that's actually been the case for me like the last few years, like 2019, 2020, and even Mm -hmm. this year. And it's nice that you're able to find more like songs because you can pull one song off an album that you could hate. Like, you can get lucky and get one song. Like, in 2019, it was uh, Blame It On My Youth on the Blink-182 album. (laughs) I hated that
1: album, but that was a great song, I thought. (laughs) I I didn't hate that album, but you're right. That was a good song. And there's also this, like, factor where you can curate your own playlist of just great songs. That doesn't have to be an album. You have to really give 30 minutes to 40 minutes to in your day. So... And
0: for me, like whenever it comes to Spotify wrapped, it's like, here's what you listen to all year. And I'm like, I know because I've kept up with this all year long in my own (laughs) playlist.
1: Okay. Shuffle now. Let's hear all this again. But
0: I have 10 songs. Blake has 10 songs. And like what we said in the episode before this, and I'll say now, if you've not listened to that yet. I strongly recommend turning this off and listening to that episode first.
1: Listen to top albums first. There may be a couple of repeat recommendations or songs that we had in mind uh, for this past year, but there's also a lot of new songs and new uh, new ideas that we haven't really uh, talked about yet. Quick question. So, Did you rank yours just
0: from least favorite, not saying it's a bad song, but like from least favorite
1: all the way up to number one, like very favorite? Oh, definitely. And it wasn't easy at all. So I went from 10 to like my number 10, like the last song that I really liked all the way to the the best song, the, the number one song that I would never skip any day. And I know you had asked me about honorable mentions. So was it hard to get down to 10 songs? You know, it was harder to get down to um, five albums than it was to get down to 10 songs because these are songs that I've listened to all year. Undoubtedly, I didn't skip these songs. Once I heard them, I knew they were going to be in my top 10. It was just a matter of placement at that time. I kind of had difficulty
0: getting 10 without getting redundant because like out of my like top albums of the year, I tried to really like limit how many I had per album, which I don't think you had (laughs) any duplicate bands on your top 10, did you?
1: No, I didn't. And not so much of a spoiler alert, but a spoiler alert that you actually had some duplicates. We'll get to that. But mainly, I just want to say that I really didn't mean to put you in like a depressive mode listening to my playlist, because what we did was Derek and I shared each other's playlist before the episode to kind of like hone in on the sound and what we were getting into just so we had a conversation piece. And I know that my playlist can get a little, uh, depressing, but yours was pretty high energy. I must say. Yours was actually nice because it's so much different than mine and for our
0: listeners, we are putting the links to our playlist in the description. So if you want to listen to these afterward, and of course we'll have 30 second samples of these songs, We won't be speaking too much about these songs. Just go listen to them for yourself Mm -hmm. if you like the sample. And then we'll just have one large playlist if you want to listen to
1: it as a collective whole. Right on. They really speak for themselves. Obviously, they're our favorites and we'll gush about them. But there's definitely reasons why we like them. But we're also showing these songs to podcast uh, poolside listeners because we we think that if you listen to our show that you might like these tracks as well. So go ahead and check them out and our spotify podcast portal tells us what kind of music you're
0: listening to so yeah no cheating (laughs) you you should like these right but with that said blake you're up first what's your number 10 song for 2021 i'll try not to make this sound like an elite (laughs) episode
1: (laughs) see i feel like the way i just said that kind of sounded like that right that's why i said it yeah (laughs) yeah But I made that mistake on the last episode. So my number 10 pick was Casanova by Thornhill. so this song came later in the year as well as some of the albums that i preferred in 21 but this song was just such a blast for me it it had like this grungy vibe right off the bat and i watched reactions and reviews on this song when it came out and they gave pretty much the same opinion that i had for myself except that it just was very a very sexy song this has like a a very sexy vibe, which is very... <laughs> that's an interesting tone. way of going about it. I can't really go anywhere
0: else with it because... And you were about to say Deftones, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Oh, okay, let me counter that. And let me say, it made me think of Incubus, but with like a super low drop tuning. I don't think I'll ever hear that song any different now. I think... Uh, <laughs> and maybe that's because I like Incubus more than Deftones. It's just
1: more interesting. Well, I think they come hand in hand. I mean, if you're going to listen to Incubus in one week, you might listen to Deftones in that same week. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they definitely would be on tour with each other back in 98, perhaps. Maybe Thornhill can time travel and be there too with Casanova. So Deftones has this fantasy kind of feel to them that a lot of people recognize and know and not like Loathe. We're, I'm not going towards the Loathe <laughs> way with this because, yeah. Okay, you're reading my mind right now because... Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> this sounds like a more interesting
0: version of Loathe, just not trying to be over the top. Well, look, man, I'll take that. I'll
1: take a in more interesting version And by that, of I mean this sounds better than loath, in my opinion. Well, it's more entertaining. It has more pop to it. Not pop music, but it has a popness it, it it catches you there's like part after part i'm just intrigued every moment of this song it has that sexy vibe which deftones has that kind of sexiness to it on some courses where it's smooth and soft and yeah. silky this has that but i don't think that's the route they're going i don't think that the next single that we'll get from them will be as Tony as people yeah. coining the term Tony i don't like it but i'm going with it <laughs> But I, th- I think that uh, we're into something a little more alternative-based with uh, mm-hmm. Thornhill. Yeah. And I'll, I'll drive it home with the fact that I never really listened to Thornhill before this. I know they're in the metalcore scene. It's something that their sound never caught me before this. But if you're going to be a band that changes their sound, do it for the best. This is something I want to listen to. I'm intrigued. I want to know where they're going to go with this. So
0: I didn't hear the song until... I heard it on your playlist, so that's on me, but I think that this could have found its way onto my top 10 song, so really good
1: pick on this one. So uh, we're gonna move from my top, not not my top 10, <laughs> but my number one pick, we're gonna move from that and go on to your number 10 pick, Derek. I know what it is, but I wanna hear you talk about it. My number 10 song for 2021
0: is The Preservation of Hate by Like Moths to Flames i so if you have the not of out yet. i i i we did a fun little video <laughs> back in October. I think it was maybe September of doing the one chip challenge yeah. and reviewing this song while we were on it. You can see the full visual of the whole thing on YouTube. It's in our links. You can find it. It'll be in the description. But I said back then, I'll say now this song is like the sister to Habitual Decline uh, that was on Noah Eternity and Gold on their album last year. That was a pretty hot episode. I'm glad people enjoyed it as much as they did because I was sweating, Blake was, or Jay was sweating.
1: Yeah. Everyone reached both out to me and was like, <laughs> hey, I don't think Blake really uh, had it as bad as you all did. No, you definitely didn't, but I definitely went through it as well. I feel like my dab could have been a lot bigger for what you guys went through, but yeah. nonetheless.
0: Yeah. I woke up that night and it felt like there was a knife stabbing my stomach. <laughs> But thankfully, like <laughs> this song isn't that mean, you know, it has brutal blast beats and Chris Roeder's vocals are just like relentless. And that's exactly what you want to hear from him because he's perfectly capable. So I thought this song sounded like it was a great follow up to the album from last year. But this is just my opinion. The rest of the EP didn't really match the energy that this song
1: had. But this was still easily a favorite song of mine in 2021. This is absolutely the best song on the uh, EP. And I'm totally with you on the EP, not really uh, striking a chord. And... Possibly hard to get through. There's other things to listen to. Uh, maybe like the C-sides, if not the B-sides of uh, No Eternity and Gold, but still good songs. Um, I won't knock the EP, but the thing I like the most about this song, and it absolutely could have made my top 10 as well, probably would have been the hardest song in my top 10. I love the breakdown in this song. I mean it really hits hard. And when this song first
0: came out, like I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't cleans in it. That would have made it maybe a little too structurally similar to Habitual Decline. So the more that like I've sat on the song, I really enjoy it. Uh, It's a great workout playlist. So it's on my workout playlist. I listen to that regularly. And I want to see more stuff like this from like moths to flames. I want to see just brutal like moths to flames. I yeah, want that's... only flames and no moths.
1: <laughs> no soft butterfly wings or uh, butterfly kisses. Just, uh, just a lot of burning. I need as heavy as you can go. Which they, they're very capable of. But you did say that... You were expecting maybe a clean vocal to come in and that initially was uh not maybe not a disappointment but something that was expected that didn't happen but then it ended up being the delight of the song and mm-hmm. what we actually wanted throughout the whole ep i mean maybe in the future for light Moss of flames a little less singing and a little more um brutal blast beats might be better yeah so you heard it here bring the heat <laughs>
0: Bring the burn. (laughs) All right. Well, up next is
1: your number nine. So what was that, Blake? Uh, My number nine pick is Lavender by Senna. So I don't exactly know the pronunciation of the band name. It's S-E-N-N-A. And I think they want that all in caps. I'm not sure, but not going to pronounce it Cena, but Senna. It's not John Cena. No, no, no. <laughs> but it, it does bring, I was going to say what the rock is cooking, but that's not the same thing. I don't know what wrestling is. I hate to disappoint all the people who uh, watch wrestling and listen to our podcast. I'm so sorry. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. What your name is.
2: And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said this. Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name
1: is. So this song is just completely different from anything I've heard all year. Maybe you might contribute it to Swan but these guys aren't affiliated with Swan whatsoever. Actually, I can't say that. I haven't done my research on this band. It's all core, no swan. <laughs> yeah, it's all core. This is just a very different sounding song uh, that I didn't expect this year. It's sonically just, it, it just goes. And I yeah. love the chorus. I love the, the raspiness of the lead singer's voice. Uh, I, the chorus is great. And there's nothing about this song that I don't like. I would easily rank this higher. It The fact that it sits in my top 10 is just good enough for me. My opinion of the song actually would come from someone else who would hear it. You know, it's one of those songs like I like it. I don't know why. So that's where I want you to come in. Reminds me a little bit of The Waken I Am. That's exactly where I stand. And Every time I listen to this song, I want to hear uh, a red wine regret. OK, and then I love the
0: act of guitars in this. It's complex, but it's not chaotic. You can still keep up with it.
1: Yeah, it has a cleanness to it. It's very clean. You can point it out. It's not aggressive. It's just a smooth, soft song that's kind of hard, actually. The guitars like
0: stay active, but there's like this ethereal vibe in the background that like all this stuff is going on with the guitars and the drums, but you have like this uh, synth background that s- still keeps things calm, which it's very interesting.
1: Right, it's it's calm but very driven and yeah, it, man. If you're going on a walk, I tell you, start with this song. Yeah, you'll you'll get a you'll get a good stride. And I'll have to say the um the past two songs that I talked about, Casanova by Thornhill and and Lavender by Sinner that we're talking about right now. This might be the hardest songs on my playlist or not playlist, but. My top 10.
0: Now, I'm just going to say, Blake, I feel like you've done me an injustice of <laughs> like not sharing some of the music that's on your playlist because I would have listened to a lot of this throughout the year if you, if you had shown me it. So we need to do like a better <laughs> communication. Right. like, what are you listening to right now?
1: Right. I'll, I'll work on that, but uh, I'm not pushy. I'm not a pushy person, you know. right. I'll, I'll put it out there once. You know how I am, like I have to
0: let music come to me. But, like, we do this show together, so I already, like, trust
1: your taste. So if you're telling me to listen to it, like. That's true. That's true. If I was to be pushy towards anybody, I guess it would have to be the guy who I communicate on, with on a daily basis. The person who has ADHD, so. Right. That's both of us. <laughs> what are
0: we doing again? What is this? Doing a show. So. All right. This is Poolside, right? But I do really like that song, and. Like I said, especially because it reminds me of Awaken I Am, and I know that band wasn't like huge, so if you have the time, go listen to the album Black Dreams, I believe
1: it's called, by Awaken I Am. That album is absolutely a go-to album. Derek and I both show an affinity for that album. I highly recommend like maybe like fans of um, Amorosa. Just anything post-hardcore, really. Post-hardcore,
0: some singing, very good music. For me, it's like a top 50 album of all time.
1: I'll put it in a top 20.
0: Yeah, it's a great album, but this was for Lavender by Senna. I know we kind of talked about Awaken I Am for a second, but
1: yeah. if you like good post-hardcore, this is it. And I also, uh, to kind of drive this home, uh, I just really would like to see where this band is going. I think they have, I looked it up, maybe um, more than uh, 25,000 listeners. Uh, they're with only two tracks, Two tracks released. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah, so they're moving along here, and they have a very good music video. And I'll say right now, I might repeat this: that I think all vid- all songs on my list, besides my number eight, has a music video attached to it. Okay, nice. We kind of gushed about my number nine. I didn't expect that. Let's hear what your what uh, your number nine is. Well,
0: my number nine song for twenty twenty one is Shades of Us by
2: Capstan.
0: So I talked about this song quite a bit on our last episode, Top Albums, so I won't speak about it too much longer. You can listen to the sample, you know, get a feel for it, go listen to the song yourself. It's a good song. That's why it's in my top 10. You know, it just gives me those 2011 metalcore, post-hardcore vibes with the dissonant chords and lead that's in the intro. It's fun
1: to listen to. It's a very fun song and everything that we said about it in the past episode is spot on. And listening to the song more after our discussion on the last episode just kind of opened me up to the song a lot more. It's such a a fun song. So when the song came out, I put it on my favorites of
0: 2021 playlist on Spotify. And something that I'll do sometimes is I'll put a song on and then I'll take it off for a little bit to see if I miss it. And this one actually found its way back onto my playlist. And then once it was back on,
1: like I just listened to this like on a pretty regular basis. That's a pretty good little mind trick that I think I've done subconsciously more than a handful of times.
0: I think I may have been on the fence about the song like at some point and I said it in the Top Albums episode. I kind of blame it on the bridge. It doesn't have the best breakdown, if you want to call it that. But the rest of the song is really solid and really enjoyable, but I highly recommend it. I think it's a really good introduction to this band.
1: Absolutely. And like we said, their trajectory is on a good path. They're signed to Fearless Records. Let's say if this was a debut record... I think they're uh, swinging for the fences.
0: And we're stands of the cap, so that makes us uh, cap stand fans. <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> You couldn't help yourself.
0: <laughs> had to do it. You had to. <laughs> All right, so let's hear your number eight for 2021.
1: All right, moving on to number eight. And I'm super excited for this one. For a number eight, to be this excited about a number eight, uh, let me tell you Lighthouse by Loveless.
2: Give it your all
0: And Jacob, we know you're listening. This was
1: in your top albums. So here you go. I wonder if it was his number one, because I know that he said that uh, holding absence was his number two. So when we get off of here, I need to ask him what his number one was, because maybe it was Loveless. I'm not sure.
0: Actually, let's not ask him. Let's let him screenshot this moment
1: and send it in Discord. (laughs) If you're listening, we'll know. We added you, Jacob. Yeah, we finally added you. (laughs) He asked us (laughs) to, right? Jacob
0: is one of our very faithful and loyal listeners. We appreciate you so much,
1: Jacob. But Lighthouse is probably, well, actually is the best course I've heard all year. And I can't really tell you why, just for the fact that I like good music. And this is just a bomb course. It's, It's such a good course. And as you just heard, it's addicting. That, that clip that you heard is just an amazing song. This is that song that you wake up with and you're like, why is this song in my head? Like, how did my day start out with this song? I don't know. You're in the shower. It's in your head. You don't know why you didn't play it yet. You're brushing your teeth and you're like, hold on. Stop everything. I got to put this on right now just to hear the chorus. The rest of the song is good. It's amazing. The lyrics really drive it home. Uh, I don't know who this guy was angry at but my god he was mad <laughs> uh i can remember remember the lyrics off the top of my head like i won't be your lighthouse in the dusk if if i had my way i'd lead you to the rocks like damn the th- fuck you right so whoever that was i'm sorry but it's over <laughs> so not to say that i had any personal relation to the lyrics or anything but the fact that this this artist and uh i think uh i forget his name he's on twitter he's active uh, he kind of, it looks like he runs the band by himself. He has maybe some backup musicians uh, with him as well to write everything. Uh, Kellen Quinn is on one of the tracks. So there's influence by um, uh, Sleeping with Sirens. If you like Sleeping with Sirens, listen to this band. Um, if you like Sayosin, Old Sayosin with Cove Reber, uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend this song because he hits a Cove Reber note somewhere, I think maybe in the bridge. It, it's just a dynamite song. I can listen to this five times a day and not be tired of it. I love it. Okay, that was a very strong recommendation. I gushed a little bit. I, I really like it. <laughs>
0: this one didn't stand out quite as much as the two before, but I think I would just have to like listen to this playlist a couple of more times because I, I only got so much time with this playlist myself. Uh, we try to go into this with some degree of like unknown uh, right. feelings for each other's like playlist, but... That's a very strong recommendation.
1: It blends in, like I said. It was kind of an uh, a song that's in the within the album that you have to pretty much listen to the album to get to it. But once you get to it, it's worth it. So I get what you're saying. But enough about my number eight, Derek. I want to hear what you have to say about yours. All right. So my number eight
0: song for 2021. This one will be a surprise to you, Blake. But it's <laughs> Overdose by Hurtwave. Oh man. I'm tired. So we talked about this song, I think maybe back in March or April on the show. It was March and April, yes. And you and Jay liked this
1: song like pretty well, and I was like just a naysayer about it. You really were, which was so surprising to uh, see so high on your list. Yeah, and the script flipped, and I
0: actually really enjoyed this song, and I have to say, like, I was initially underwhelmed, I guess, because overall, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things, like, at the time that it released, I was in a different mindset. But the reason that I'm ranking this number eight is because the chorus is still, like, too upbeat for me for, like, what the song is. I really want to hear him, like, slow things down. I get where you're going with that. Because, like, everything is slow, and then it gets
1: to the chorus, and, like, then it picks up. Right, it has the like kind of upbeat bump yeah. to it. I, I get that. But that's where I feel like it it's uh it gains a little more traction. It has I think it needed that. Have you heard the stripped version on YouTube? You know, I probably listened to like thirty seconds of it and shut it out because I didn't want it to mess with what I knew overdose was to be. So like, it's a pretty sad song lyrically oh, and yeah. the
0: strip version just like drives the nail home. <laughs> and like, that's Maybe. what I want <laughs> from my sad songs is just like, right. just put the, ni- put the nail all the way in.
1: All the way, man. Wow. Pull you it want out it in- and then just drive it right back in. You sound like me circa the month of March and April last year year. But I went
0: through some stuff this year and the lyrics actually mm-hmm. became like relatable to me in ways that I will have never anticipated back in like March. And on top of that, you can really feel like what Rory is saying in the lyrics. Uh, it's towards the bridge. If you have a way to calm my nerves, please just make it stop. And mm-hmm. anybody that deals with anxiety is like, if there's just anything to stop this, just please do it. So, like, yeah. when I hear that part, it's just like, I feel that, and obviously it's about a relationship, The song is, so I, I just feel it.
1: Yeah, I feel it, too. Um I really felt it whenever we reviewed it. I, I completely agree with you, and I'm so glad that we're very eye-to-eye on how this song yeah. is, and... Um, the lyrical content is what got me at first, and the way that I think it's very creative—the way that you're going to describe a situation in a way that a lot of people can really resonate and understand. Yeah, I think that's what makes this uh, such a good song, and could have easily placed in the same spot on my list as as yours. And I'm glad—I'm really glad you put it on here for us to have the discussion about it. And let's not discount Landon Towers feature on this because it's great more importantly he's in it I remember at first you're like I didn't really hear a difference I didn't hear that he was in it yeah I really enjoy his part yeah it really stands out it really breaks it up a little bit I can imagine that part not being uh Landon's part not being in there and it not making as much of a difference as it is later on listening.
0: But I'm glad we got to talk about that because we've not brought that up on the show since. Since, yeah. We got to revisit it. That's the fun thing about doing top songs is that it gives us an opportunity to talk about essentially, you know, 20 different bands, which, you know, Blake kind of spoiled that. That's not quite the case for me, but we're getting to talk about multiple artists in a very condensed amount of time compared to like our one band reviews. Exactly, and all and all still relatable, you know. But I really want night therapy Two to come out. Or uh, something that Rory told us in privately that he may eventually do. And Rory, we would love to have you on the show sometime. Poolside is coming to an end, but Broside is on its way, and maybe that'll be your vibe. But uh, if you mm-hmm. want to come on the show, you're still very much welcome.
1: Absolutely, I'd love that time. And I also love uh, Night Therapy Part Two, but uh, unfortunately, maybe someone would have to uh, break Rory's heart. So, you got to do what you got to do. But, would you want it
0: to happen? <laughs> <laughs> but, so, in all seriousness, great song, and I can't wait to see what you come out with next. Which is Dayseeker, probably. So, <laughs> true. So, what is your number seven song for 2021? Ironically
1: enough, uh, we have Rory. Rodriguez and Landon Towers once again in our top 10 songs and I have kill me by Landon Towers
2: worst
1: this was not planned by the way no it was not planned and uh i'm so excited that it's like in our same spot uh that's pretty awesome how we we kind of both met in the middle with how we felt about rory the rory and landon vibe it kind of just meets in the middle with maybe two extreme halves so Kill Me, it's you have to read the lyrics. And now that Spotify has like uh, the lyrics pop up now, mm-hmm. you can understand where your songs are coming from more. So I encourage everyone to uh, use that a lot more. And I do that with songs that I'm even like really lyrically familiar with, just so it's kind of like a refresher. Isn't it like kind of like reading a book that you're familiar with? Like, oh, I know this chapter. This is one of my favorite chapters. It kind of feels that way. You know, you're revisiting an idea Mm -hmm. or uh, a moment, I guess. And I like that, especially when I listen to the song, but I read the lyrics. Uh, Landon, you know, as we know, you listened to the top albums, we know that The Plot in You was my number one album of 21. And I'm not here to throw all the credit in the world to Landon Towers because I am not a stan of Landon Towers, "Plot in mm-hmm. You at all. But I'm just saying the dude released some good shit this year yeah. and some of the best shit this year, including Kill Me, which came out, I think, in February. And so it's been out for a while then. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong on February, but it's definitely there if not January. So this song, the reason why I chose this song over any Hurtwave song, which Wave would have taken the place of this song. Okay. But Kill Me is here and and uh, it definitely takes the place because it has, it's not so synth driven. It's not so moody. Right. It's not as moody. And I'm comparing it to Wave in this spot because it, it just it stole the light for me because it has a little more dynamic instruments. Uh, I like the video a little better, um, and in terms of interpretation, it it just didn't wear me down emotionally as much as it could. The song is called kill me. And then it's, uh, right next to a song called overdose. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. What are we really, we didn't really go through it that bad guys. We're, we're okay. We're very okay. Just want to let everybody know, but it's just a song that, um, anytime it comes on, I don't care to skip it. It fits in right after I've listened to spite. It fits in right after I've listened to I don't I don't know a holding absence, and then it fits right next to hurt wave. If I've just gotten off of a hurt wave vibe, a song like this can be like kind of like a nice palate cleanser. Yeah, it is a bit refreshing. It is kind of like the cucumber in my in my salad. <laughs>
0: right. And I love the clean guitar in the intro and the verses. like that's just my kind of vibe.
1: so like as soon as this came on, I was down for it. Awesome. I like that. Uh, I was wondering if you would have been into this song musically or, or lyrically anything.
0: I will say the screams are just a touch too much for me in this but i'm not really used to landon's music so is that something that is typical like with
1: his uh vocals being layered that way i would say that it is but i would say that if he was to do anything kind of like out the box that you would say to yourself okay he would do that or okay that's okay because that
0: seems like a move that you don't do unless like you're comfortable with it already
1: i think his comfort level uh, is shown through that okay Absolutely yeah I think that's another reason why I like the, the song so much there is that comfort level of him just straying away not maybe not straying away but if you had to tell me what the difference was between the plot and you and his solar project, you can probably pick that out Well great song right on Well my number seven for 2021
0: was Nightfall by the Devoires Prada so, again, I had mentioned this on our top albums episode. So again, if you're catching the theme, you needed to listen to that episode first to uh, really get the full vibe of this episode. So there's still time to pause this and go listen to that episode.
1: (laughs) We're encouraging you so much to uh, listen to that episode before this.
0: But when the DevWears Prada released the single Termination, I was just kind of on the fence about my expectations for Z2, but it was when
1: this single released... I was fully on board. I wasn't 100% on Termination, but as a whole, when I saw the whole concept come together, it was definitely what everyone thought it was to be. Like, this is actually Z2, and we're actually getting what we wanted, which which was very refreshing.
0: And also, I think it was after Nightfall was released that they released, like, vinyl pre-orders, and... If it wasn't for <laughs> Fall, maybe I would have waited a little bit longer, but it was the song that got me to buy like two variants, and then like you bought one as well. Yeah, we both have one. But this song was just a great way to open the EP, and although I like the EP from start to finish, this is the song that I found myself listening to most, listening to by itself, because it's such high energy, and like I said on the top albums episode, this is just what I would say is like the ideal metal song.
1: Uh, Absolutely, because if there's any song that I had to pick off of the EP that I would go to, it's definitely the song, even if it's the starter, you know, it's kind of a given. It's definitely the, uh, I mean, like you said, he starts off with Nightfall right from the start. And that's kind of what you want to hear when you're thinking about a zombie apocalypse. The vision is created from the start and you're kind of engulfed at that point. So you heard the sample for yourself. I spoke highly about it on the
0: last episode. All that's left is for you to go listen to it yourself. And if you've heard it before, you know it's a great song. So Blake, what's your number six for 2021?
1: Man, I feel like we're really climbing down the, uh, the list really quickly here. I'm getting to uh, the, really, uh, the, the meat and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> 2022. That's right. Here we are. I think we're at the meat. The potatoes are done now. All right, my number six song is Take Your Love and Leave by Neuja. This song came out December 3rd, 2021, and I have to say with confidence that this is a song that if it came out in February 21, March, April, June, July, whatever, I would still feel the same way about it as I do now that it has been released in December. So like, I just know that there's no way that I would like the song any less, and that's why I ranked it so high. There's no way that... I'm not going to listen to this song throughout 2022. Now, looking on their
0: Instagram, I have to say, like, this is totally my vibe. Just like the dark, but like the colors pop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They have a they have a great aesthetic as well. They have two albums behind them. And uh, I'm pretty sure they are, if they're not in the triple digits, I'm pretty sure they're, yeah, they're around like uh, 60,000 uh, listeners uh, monthly. And they really deliver quality and and sound. They really have so much to give when it comes to courses, tone. The, the one thing I do like the most besides lyrics in this song, um, there's no personal connection uh, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I just think it's good songwriting lyrically. But besides that, the bass and uh, drums really lead the song Put this uh, song on with headphones and let the bass and drums just drive. The song just has a lot of feeling to it. I don't know how you felt about it hearing it for the first time. I mean, it is a brand new song.
0: Right. On Spotify is their number one popular song right now. So fans must like really be enjoying it.
1: Yeah, they're on, they're on a good pathway with, with, uh, with this sound that they're going with, which it's a sound they've always had, but I think they really dialed in on this one. Yeah, like the intro
0: is like this interesting, like you can hear, I think it's guitar strumming, but like there's also like electronic, then full band comes in. And like, again, this is something had you shown me during the year, I would have been listening <laughs> to this because like it's
1: totally my vibe. <laughs> right. But I only had probably like 27 or 28 days to show this to you because it was released in December. So so it's new to me as it is to anyone else. But I, I can say that this this song is meant to be a 2021 placed song All right so moving from my number 6 uh what is yours My number 6 for 2021 is No Return by
0: Bear Tooth I,
2: I can seem to get a grip on the There's no re-
0: so the thing that i like about this song is that it kind of shows like how self-aware caleb shomo really was on this album some of the lyrics say saying that i'm hurting is getting old i can tell which i really appreciate that he's showing that he's trying to feel better because like that's half the battle of like dealing with depression is you Mm -hmm. had to put in some work yourself. Like, life isn't just going to work its way around you and you just randomly feel better someday. You have
1: to put Mm -hmm. some work in yourself. I think from the albums that he put out prior to this one was a little bit of a growing experience. For
0: sure. And it kind of probably took longer than what some fans, you know, wanted because the lyrics do say, saying that I'm hurting is getting old, I can tell. Like... I have to imagine people are commenting like, okay, you know, I've heard this enough. And like, I can kind of relate with that because like if you're going through depression and you're telling people about it, people only want to hear about it so much before they're like, okay, you need to do something about it then.
1: Right, but we're also appreciative of Caleb taking us through the process of it. So yeah. we're actually hearing what he's actually going through. Yeah. And maybe that's a that's a tale from us growing with him as well. So, That's true. As you said, that you, you've you witnessed the the growth on this album, and I think that maybe is what he wants to show us.
0: And the breakdown in the song took me back to Sick P. and I know there's Beartooth fans yeah. out there that will hate that I say that. <laughs> I've also been a fan since day one, so I mm-hmm. get to share my opinion on that also. Yeah, I really love the breakdowns in, in this song. I just get those vibes because it's like the slow grindiness to it. And again, this was on my workout playlist. Mm -hmm. And whenever the breakdown hit, like I would just go hard (laughs) and like it really inspired me. So like this was an inspiring song for me for a year that like I dealt with depression and like Mm -hmm. found my way out. So again, find a song that makes you feel better
1: and make it your mantra. In this case, I'm glad that he's here to do that. And uh, I'm also glad to hear um, how grimy you're allowing yourself or your music taste to get because it's pretty, it can get pretty grimy. And I think, I think that's what I like about that the
0: most. And I just want to say like, this is one of my favorite Beartooth songs, period. So like every artist likes to say, you know, this is our best material yet. And I really feel like Beartooth released some of their best material this year, which is great. Do you feel like a lot of Beartooth fans can stand by that as well? No, but that's okay because I get to be a fan of it, and if you're not, then that's okay. But
1: I still get to enjoy it. Awesome! I'll definitely send you a video of this song when I watch them live in April. I'm hoping I get
0: to see this at some point this year. I envy you if you get to see them and I don't.
1: <laughs> well, I will. Uh, hopefully, you live vicariously uh, through me when I do, and you know, just like Caleb, he's trying to live through it, and so are we. So that's how. That's why we're gonna we're gonna keep on moving and hopefully see more this year coming up all right well what's your number five song of 2021 my number five is scavengers by thrice I- All right, so there's not a lot that I want to get into unless I wanted to like uh, create like a whole other episode that a bunch of Thrice fans would love to listen to. Uh, if you like Thrice, you know why the song is awesome. Thrice pretty much comes in uh, year by year with an amazing track that just appeases and really drives it home with just one single you know without an album but it's accompanied by an album i don't know how to explain this song much without um getting into like a thrice rant I guess is what I'm getting at. I mean, if you like Thrice, <laughs> yeah. you like Thrice. If you don't, maybe you just didn't catch on. I don't know. They seem to be like the kind of band that you
0: have to have the taste for mm-hmm. or you just don't. Right. And I can see... There's like no halfway Thrice the, fans. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's like it's either you get it. Or, I'm not saying like I'm not I'm not ever going to put Thrice taste above anyone else's. I feel like people like Beartooth the same way they like Thrice. You know, either you do. Yeah, that makes you sense. you don't. If you like, th- basically, I'm just going to put it this way. If you like Thrice, you know why I like Scavengers. If you don't, maybe you like old Thrice or maybe you heard a song here or there from Thrice. Um, Scavengers just has to place in my top 10 uh, if Thrice releases an album or a song within a year it's most likely going to make a top 10. So that's all I have to say about that. Now, I know one of our other uh,
0: Discord members (laughs) and listeners, Devin, I'm pretty sure he really
1: enjoyed that release as well. Devin did. Um, I think Roy might as well, but I'd have to revisit that with Roy because typically we'll have the same opinion about this type of band. It's sonically, it's good. Lyrics are very deep. I guess, but I mean, aren't our ly- all lyrics. I, you see, you can't, <laughs> right. you can't really talk about Thrice and put them above anything. You just have to say you like it or you don't. So that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> and tell me if I'm wrong. I'm probably going to
0: make someone throw up with like this dumbass <laughs> opinion about it. But some of like the rock fill in it kind of has like a Kings of Leon vibe to it.
1: I will totally agree with that and okay (laughs) the thing about thrice is that they're not the most musician musicians Mm -hmm. they'll play based on a feeling so i'll chalk it up to that that it's uh kings of leon type clean vibe that's a that's a good take on that okay so moving along all right derek uh i'm looking forward to seeing where five and below takes us so uh let's hear your number five All right, so my number five song of 2021
0: is Of the Abyss by Lorna Shore. So this song is not only in my top 10 songs of 2021, but I would easily put this in my favorite songs of all time because everything is executed so well. Wow. Yeah. I did not expect you to say that. The choir and the orchestral elements are just masterful and give a cinematic experience to listening to this song. And you know, I really enjoyed that from bands like Starset. But the way that this band executes it is just in a league of its own. And this was also Will Ramos's introduction to the band. And I can't wait to see what he does
1: lyrically and how he will perform on a full length album. I really like how you just compared Starset and Lorna Shore together and it making complete sense in terms of your music taste and how I can appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that, like, we did the Star Set review months ago because, like, you get to understand that. Mm -hmm. But this is kind of, like, on a whole other level because, like, in Star Set's field, it's easier to pull those, like, elements off because that's kind of the full picture. And in this, like, they're having to make it work with extreme other elements like guitar and drums. So, like, it's something else and... I just mm-hmm. really appreciate it. It's something that until this year, I didn't know, like, I just didn't know music like this was really out there, if that makes sense.
1: Right. Especially if it kind of creates like a cinematic experience for you as well. Because when you said that, it made complete sense that when I listened to Of The Abyss, I kind of just get immersed into this kind of world that I wasn't in before, which, like you said, Star Set could also do. Now, of
0: course, I love listening to to the Hellfire before this, like the two songs go hand in hand. And that song could have also been number five, because if I want to listen to one of these songs, I would just listen to the whole EP to get the full experience. But for being basically a six minute long song, it doesn't feel that long because the song just stays busy, but in a way that keeps you interested the
1: whole time. Exactly, because it could almost make you feel like it's a three-minute song by the time it's over.
0: That's exactly it for me. Like, it feels like a three-minute long song because it's a journey. And, like, I'm thinking in my head of, like, I don't know, whatever, like, kind of cinematic thing. Like, there's nothing specific. But on the review that me and Jay did, like, we kind of broke it down. Like, the imagery, I guess, that the lyrics paint a picture. So, like, it's just that, that... right. So intriguing and I can't wait to see what the full length is just because if it gets better than this, that's mind blowing for me. To think
1: that a three minute song could seem like it lasts way too long and a six minute song could feel like a three minute song or too short is kind of an idea to be revisited. And I spoke like so much about the instrumental and everything,
0: but the lyrics are really where it's at. That's like the brush stroke. Yeah. To
1: the image. Yeah. It's, I totally it's get that.
0: Chef's Kiss, like just perfect. Saying this is number five is just such a downgrade in a way. <laughs> yeah. By all means, this could be my number one song. Absolutely. Absolute Papa Kiss. <laughs> All right. So that's enough of my number five song. What's your number four
1: song of 2021? All right. So my number four pick goes to T.I.K. by Valley Heart.
0: Now you had brought this up on the first ever broside episode way back like last January, so it's interesting to
1: see that it stayed around all year it did it did hold up pretty well dude and I'm glad that you remembered that because that was like a little small segment like way earlier in the, earlier in the year and I want to say that was that might have been along February right yeah and and for this song to still place in my top five it says a lot. With that said, there's not much I can say about the song. Right. It's kind of weird how, how I have a lot to say about uh, 10 through 5, but then the more I get down to around 5 through 1, I might have less to say. And that's just, as we said in the beginning of the episode, that sometimes the songs just kind of speak for themselves. Yeah. And I think this is one of those songs that just has an open interpretation to it. Um, it's, more than, it's more of just a feel. Like I said, there's accompanying videos to a lot of the uh, songs, but uh, the video to this song is kind of off-putting. I don't like the video, but I just, I can't help but just really connect with the song in a feeling way. It's not a lyrical attachment. It may be an instrumental attachment, but I can't, this song, since... February perhaps of 21 has not escaped me it's a non-skipper for me. Now I have to say with like your top 10
0: you definitely had more vibes in your top 10.
1: Yeah, and I encourage anyone to just put on shuffle if and whenever you go listen to this playlist, put it on shuffle because there's going to be some vibes breakdowns, I think a whole a whole thing to my, my playlist plus yours. Yeah, you can listen to Black and Deathcore of the Abyss, and then you can listen to <laughs> TIK like this vibey rock. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like it, when you if you ever look up Valley Heart on Instagram, they have a pretty good following. I think they're around seventy three thousand followers, and the the picture headliner picture of them it kind of looks like your everyday hipster with the um. Rolled that beanie, looking like they need to go on like a little sea ship and collect some like fish or something with mustaches. I mean, this definitely is like coffee shop music, though. It totally is, and if you know what I look like, I'm maybe I look like that guy, but I'm I, I might not be that guy. I'm really not. But sometimes throughout that aesthetic, there is really good music. And from what I remember, whenever I first showed this song to you, you were kind of like into it, yeah. but then like day two of listening to it, you're like, nah, I took it off the playlist. I don't want to listen to it anymore.
0: It's something that I don't think you can listen to every day, but this is something that like you have to kind of put on a playlist of its own and know what you're Mm -hmm. going to be going to, but you have to be in a certain space. You just can't be like,
1: I don't know, driving down the road and expecting a bop or something. It's not a bop. I don't think, but it um, it's a vibe that catches you in the right moment, and a lot of those times within my day, I have a lot of those moments, I guess, and that's where it fits. So that's where it sits, and I didn't mean to rhyme, but that's where I am. Okay, this just turned into Dr. Seuss moment.
0: And like I said, you know, I'm happy to see this stayed around all year for you because I remember like you first talking about it.
1: That kind of confirms like my taste for myself and where I stand in my taste and. It's not me being stubborn and saying, hey, I have to put this song in this place because I said it at the beginning of the year. And I'm not depending on that many people to listen to our show. I'm just saying, like, this is actually a song that stuck with me for the year. And I it, it really beats out a lot of other songs. All right. Very nice. I'm interested uh, to get to your bottom three. But before that, we have to get to your number four. My
0: number four song for 2021 is The Past is Dead
2: by Beartooth.
1: So isn't this the, uh,
0: the song that they had a video for? It is, and this was the first single on the album. And for me, it was enough for me to pre-order the vinyl, buy a hoodie and sweatpants, and I'm glad I did. Like Typically, I hold off on like buying a vinyl until I hear more, but I was like, no, this is a fun song. And it starts with your classic Caleb Shomo O's which continue on later in the song, like in the chorus. And speaking of the chorus, this is a catchy Beartooth chorus at its finest.
1: I think this is like borderline, maybe not even borderline. It is radio uh, catchy. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know if he had that in mind, but it doesn't make me go straight to radio because I still get the, the Beartooth aesthetic out of it. Um, It doesn't, take away for me. And I really, I think this might be my favorite uh, Beartooth song that I've heard.
0: Now, if you come to this song and you're expecting like a super like heady kind of religious experience or like something super serious <laughs> after you just got done with like some metalcore album, this isn't for you. It's not Beartooth's fault. It's your fault. Come to this band with like limited expectations. Like There's Mm -hmm. fun songs, but he also has, like, some serious songs. Uh, You know what? I'll say this. Beartooth is what you make it.
1: Absolutely is. And it could be fun. It could be heavy. It just depends on your mood at the time. It actually can fit a lot of moods that you're in. It's very human. I'll take that. I think next time I listen to Beartooth, I'm going to (laughs) think, how human of this. But, like, (laughs) Devastation had
0: came out, and we had talked about that on a Singles of the Week episode, and, like, I don't know, it kind of soured my, like, mood towards the album coming out. But then I listened to this again, and I'm like, you know what? This is a fun song, and, like, I need to enjoy it for, like, what it is. So, Beartooth has always been a favorite of mine. Will continue to do so. So, Caleb Shomo, you knocked it out of the park, especially on this song. And if I had to show someone Beartooth, I would show them the song. Because it's not over the top. And I feel like pretty much anyone who likes
1: rock music would enjoy this. Absolutely. Um, in terms of rock music, this is definitely the way to go for anyone who hasn't heard Beartooth before or given it a chance. This is where I meet Beartooth and, uh, I actually listened to the album yesterday. I had to, uh, stop listening to Derek's playlist for the episode for a second because <laughs> I had this thirst for listening to Beartooth. I mean, I'm going to see them soon. And that attributed to it, but also I was kind of craving it. So yeah. good pick. So moving on, getting down to last three,
0: right? Yes, sir. So what is your number three song for 2021?
1: All right. I, I, get, so ex- I get so excited about this song, but uh, my number three pick is Gone to Me by Thousand Below. Go! Now, this was a surprising song coming from them. Uh, it was, and I actually wanted to hear your opinion uh, on the song more than mine.
0: The chorus in the song is really catchy, and I feel like they didn't really use screaming vocals like too much on this, and I think that was a smart decision because those vocals have kind of been the weak link for me before
1: in the past. In the uh, in the episode, the last episode we did, you mentioned um, Thousand Below, ironically, and how um, the mids meeting the vocals, and um, I think uh, I forgot what we we're talking about, but I totally understand where you're coming from because I think this is exactly where A Thousand Below their direction should go. And I actually remember conversation. It's so crazy how I remember conversations that we had just months ago, out of just random nights, and we were talking about like if this is Thousand Below's last chance for us Mm -hmm. to see what direction they go in sound. And I was telling you that, look, if if Gone to Me is the sound that they're winning with. And I remember that this song came out maybe
0: like in the summer, if I remember. I think it,
1: it had to be mid. Yeah.
0: Okay. I completely agree with that. And it feels like they've been like trying to find their place, but This is the sound that I would say is smartest to go with. It's, you know, sing along in its own way. Mm -hmm. And uh, it has a nice vibe to it. It's not too slow. It's not too fast. It's something that you can just easily digest. And I mean that in like the nicest way. It's not like this dumbed
1: down kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, it has um, a lot of the songs I have in this list there have uh, bridges where they're screaming. And I want to point out that it seems like a lot of hardcore um, alternative metalcore bands are leaning towards let's make a catchy verse, catchy chorus, um, and they're very damn well good at it. And they're also saying, let's get back to the roots a little bit and let's put a bridge that has some rough vocals or let's make the bridge a little heavier because they can't help it. So I'm going to
0: shoot this to you, and whenever I was listening to your playlist, you know what I heard? I heard a playlist that sounded very much like what would have been a pop goes punk. (laughs) I get that. I totally get that. It's exactly what you said. It's like the singing choruses and verses, and then you get to the bridge. It's something a little bit heavier, But that makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, it's a lot to dive into, yeah.
0: Because there's not been a Punk Goes Pop or Pop Goes Punk, I can't remember it, but there's not been any of those in a long time, and the last one didn't do great, but it would make sense Mm -hmm. that I guess a generation that grew up listening to those would kind of like write that style just naturally.
1: Yeah, and I think it is natural because you kind of, not kind of, but you can't really fake this, and it seems like it's true writing and true talent and like true passion that's coming through in the these lyrics and the choruses and verses they aren't half-assed at all and you have to think about it like a lot of those covers
0: actually sounded better than the original like song themselves oh anyone will
1: contest to that absolutely so
0: like you have to think these bands are writing music that
1: people like the best version of that song that's
0: that's great writing so
1: yeah the metalcore kids did it the best I mean, it's just good. It's just good songwriting that, I mean, it's not being controlled from someone else. So this is coming from the artists themselves. For sure. Which, I mean, that's, that's a whole conversation for another episode on another podcast. So we'll move on. All right. <laughs> so from that, Derek, I want to know what your uh, pick number, uh, I want to know what your number three pick was. It is Post
0: Almond Clarity by Bill Murray. So I'm putting this 2020 song in with 2021 because, like I said, this came out in mid-November, and this has the Bill Murray trifecta. It has tasteful electronics mixed in with full band. Well, I guess more than trifecta, but saxophone and a sing-along chorus.
1: (laughs) But like everything that I love from Bill Murray is in this song. It's easily one of Bill Murray's best songs, if not the best Bill Murray song.
0: There's only two other songs that like can even be better than this. And that's Waves and also Reflect. And uh, Waves was on Banana and Reflect was Mm -hmm. on Solid Chub. Hard Chub. And, And like this song reminds me so much of those albums that like it takes me back. And, you know, it just so happens those albums came out like two or three years ago. So like it's not been a super
1: long time, but in the world of Bill Murray, it's been a very long time. Yeah, and I asked you to make a playlist of Bill Murray songs for me when I whenever I got in the mood for it, and I listened to the shit out of Bill Murray. Like in two weeks, I just crunched Bill Murray songs and I could not stop. And when you say this is like a top-notch Bill Murray song, and the reason why you're putting it Putting a 2020 song into a 2021 playlist, I'm not even going to argue because I completely agree. I do have to say like this song is a bit better than you know, some of the
0: songs that came before this on my list, it's just give me this song over the other ones. And I'm really going to listen to this one. I really enjoy it from the lyrics to the instrumental. Everything is done so well. And this is just Bill Murray perfection. So thank you, Johnny Frank, so much for this song. (laughs) And I'm glad that I
1: created a new Bill Murray fan that I can actually talk about Bill Murray with. Oh man, any day. Also to say that you've had the song in constant rotation. Oh yeah, within your 21 playlist. So that's why it really uh stood the test of time. All right, so let's hear your number 2 song for 2021. Before I go into my number 2 and number number 1, it is uh no surprise to myself that I always knew that my number 2 and my number 1 top songs of the year would be These two songs, they never left their place. I don't even think they even switched places. I think they stayed the same, and all I had to worry about was the rest of the number eight. So my number two goes to Goodbye to My Friends by Outline and Color. So this song is, I think it's going to have to be one of those songs um, in the list, along with my number one, that I don't say much about. I would have to say go listen to the interview with uh, Michael Skaggs from Outline and Color that uh, Jay and I did last year. It's a great interview. We talk a lot about everything with Skaggs. About music and what he does on the side. Speaking of which, I would love to have him back on the show because I
0: was not part of that interview. But whenever I was editing it, I really wanted to be there.
1: Yeah, and I would love for you to be there the next time, and I would love for him to uh, be there. So I'll I'll message him, and we'll make that happen for sure. We have so many like
0: artists to just be friends with and like have on the show.
1: Yeah, and I'm not I'm not picking these songs because these people. I've or bands I've contacted with, or you know, have any affiliation with. This is just the you know the songs I
0: like, and these are people that we make connections with, like through their music, and they just so happen to
1: be really cool people too. Exactly, and then at the same time, we all appreciate each other's content. Yeah, so it's a fair trade, alongside being just cool people. Yeah. So So outlining color, it's. They're they're the prime example to me of an alternative band. This, like I said, sorry if my playlist made you emotional or depressed. I didn't mean it. I wasn't completely depressed the entire (laughs) year, but I actually was. That's fine. (laughs) I'm better now. It's okay. Maybe I'm better now because of the songs. Let's just chalk it up to that. But Goodbye to My Friends has to be, if not the number one song uh, for me from Outline and Color. Maybe number two. Maybe I would pick like... A harder song, but the lyrics, the the sound of the song from start to finish. I remember playing this song just over and over on repeat, just starting it over three times in a row. I'm not exaggerating. Five times in a row, I can listen to this all the time. Uh, But with that being said, uh, let's get to your number two because we're getting down to the end. Okay. Well,
0: this will be no surprise, and I'm sure people have been wondering, but my number two song of 2021 is Animal by Brand of Sacrifice. So I'm just saying it now, this song has my favorite riff ever, like of all time, of any song to ever exist. This has my favorite riff ever. Can you play it? No, I can't play it. This is way too hard for me. (laughs) (laughs) But it has tremolo picking, pitch harmonics tapping, the whole nine yards, and from a guitar standpoint, you just cannot ask for more.
1: You know, you've listened to this all year, as, as we stated in the uh, last episode, but I, I just appreciate how you stuck by um, this band, stuck by their songs. Like you said, with uh, with movements, how you every time you heard movements, you thought, well, I wonder when's the last time Blake listened to this. Well, same thing with uh, Brand of Sacrifice. Uh, every time this came on, I would think, Derek probably listened to this today.
0: But I literally probably listened to the song like twice a day, Like every day since it came out. The choir in the song is featured in the chorus, which really helps give the song melody. But it makes its way here somehow. It works really well in a genre that rarely utilizes melody to keep the songs interesting. But as everyone should know by now, this music is about the manga Berserk. And as a fan of the manga, it's interesting to me to see that Kyle is able to take one element of the story and write multiple songs about it. I won't go into detail and bore anyone, but the sister to the song would be the song Beast of Darkness on their first album, God Hand. It's the same topic, if you think about it, Beast of Darkness, mm-hmm. Animal It's about the exact same thing.
1: If you get it, you get it.
0: Uh, Really, the main things are like he words things differently. And then, of course, the instrumental is like completely different from their first album. But I highly recommend it. Like I said, this song has my favorite riff ever, and it just does not get better than this.
1: Now, I will say that... um I have listened to Brand of Sacrifice more than one would think because my my playlist or my top 10 does not reflect any deathcore whatsoever right. but I did listen to this pretty heavily and what an ear massage this entire album is a, a On side of the great songs that you picked from it, but it really is that good. And every time I listen to it, it's just a different kind of feel, and I hear a lot of different things every time. And if
0: I had to show like someone that's not into like super heavy music, a song from Brand of Sacrifice, I would for sure show them this song. Absolutely. But that's my number two song of 2021. What's your number
1: one song of 2021? My number one pick is, not surprisingly, hopefully, for anyone listening, but In Circles by Holding Absence. Now, we've said throughout this episode that if you've listened to the albums, top albums episode, that you know what we're talking about. I don't need to go into huge detail about how I feel about this song. I've expressed a lot about this song. It's just, like I said, I wasn't exaggerating. Probably one of the top songs I've ever heard and I, I think the staying power that this song has is immense. It, it's just, it's such a great song. I talked about the video, how impactful the video was. I, I think that this song just stands the test of time. Um, within the year, it, it kind of, it came early in the beginning of the year, so it, it kind of had, you know, its, its rightful place within the year to stand the test of time and its placement. So, I'm going to start stuttering and stumbling over my words here because I just, I don't know what else to say about the song, but just right. listen to it and just get what you want from it. Like it, it's just, it's that kind of song. I can't really make someone like it. I can't like influence somebody with it. I'm not saying get into a genre listening to this song. I'm not saying like you have to like this song. It It is what it is. Uh, I think it should be bigger than what it is. But In Circles by Holding Absence is my number one song of the year. Absolutely, no doubt.
0: No surprises there for me anyway. Right, right. I I knew that wouldn't be. I am a tad surprised that there's nothing from uh, the Plot and You album, though, in
1: your top 10. What I'll say about that is I, I kept my top five albums where they were as albums. And I guess if listeners will hear that none of the singles I had were anything I mentioned in albums because i let the singles be singles and i didn't attach them to any albums okay i let them stand solo and let them be what they were because i didn't throw them into the mix of well with the exception of lighthouse by loveless i didn't throw them into any exception it's it's this song stands alone it doesn't need an album or this this song was like the best song within the album. And I could do without the album and just have the song and still be completely as pleased.
0: That's a great point. And so, yeah, thanks for uh, mentioning that because like all your stuff, you really can like hear by itself and it's a good
1: standalone song. Right. So most albums I would start the day I'm going to listen to this album from start to finish. That's the experience I want. And then some days it would just be shuffle and me and this song. And that's all I have because like a like a say to you and Jay like I have one song to listen to on my walk to work Mm -hmm. and sometimes that song has to be the soundtrack to the day so I will pick that song and a lot of these have made that pick
0: well I know that I'll be listening to your playlist for a while because although like there's plenty of releases already for 2022 I'm not really interested in those so I'm more interested in
1: your uh, (laughs) 2021 songs well, I'm glad that uh I'm glad that you can find some songs that you liked, and I'm sorry that I didn't show them to you before. I promise I'll be better at it in 2022. Hey, that's okay. I'll be more meat and potatoes about it, you know?
0: I think this time of year is the best time to catch up on stuff that you missed out on from the year before. Very true. And although like, like I said, there's new music already, I would rather like use this time to find that stuff uh, because everyone misses out on something. And maybe Mm. there was an album you were on the fence about, but Mm -hmm. it's worth revisiting stuff that you may think that you didn't like initially because, hey, Overdose was the song that I thought that I didn't like back in March. And then by the time
1: November came around, it's in my top 10 songs of the year, so... That's a a great point because your focus is so straightforward sometimes that you're you're blind to everything else that you could have listened to, but you didn't because you're too focused. And
0: the reason you may not like something could be so circumstantial. Like you may not just like vibe with the song because it doesn't come on at the right time of day. You're not in the mood for it. Mm -hmm. X number of reasons. But like I went through all the albums that I... That I knew for a fact that I didn't like again, just because don't sell yourself short of music that
1: you could possibly Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, you can't write it off that easily. You have to give something another shot.
0: And then, you know, after the second or even third time of listening to be like, yeah, I really just don't like this. Then, yeah, then hang it out to dry, whatever. But use this time to uh, listen to stuff that you
1: maybe skipped over in twenty one. And I'll state the case with the opposite, and you know how much I loved Caskets going into their new album, and this is the first time I mentioned Caskets within two episodes at the end of the second episode. I just realized that, by the way. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) All right, well, let's tie this up.
0: I have uh, one song left. It was my number one song of 2021. Let's hear it. It'll be no surprise here. It is, once again, uh, of Sacrifice, Demon King. So, I said what I needed to say about this song on top albums of 2021. If you listened to the full episode, you would know what I said about it. Uh, Long story short, this song helped me out in ways this year that I know for a fact did not help anyone else out in the same way. (laughs) Lyrics, I found a certain meaning to them that was outside of the narrative of the story, and I applied them and it just means a lot to me. Uh, instrumentally, it is exactly on par with the song Animal. Amazing riffs, amazing drum work, amazing vocals. I write music, and whenever something at this level impresses me, like I have no idea like how someone comes up with this <laughs> in their mind. It's just pure musical genius, and mm-hmm. Kyle and Leo, they are amazing musicians, and I can't wait to see where they go from here. So that's all that I really have to say about it. If you really want to know how I feel about
1: this song, go listen to the episode before. Not so much of a surprising pick, but you've stated your case and I believe you. Thank you for believing me. I believe you.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, this was so much fun to do. It definitely ran a little bit longer than we had planned, but there's 365 days of the year and how are you supposed to tie that up in, like, two hours? Like, impossible. All right, well, this is the last time of us doing top albums and top songs, at least in this format. At least. Well, we hope you've enjoyed it. It's been a really fun ride, but there's new things coming, and I want to say even better than ever, and I'm really excited for it. Absolutely, and so should uh side listeners. Thank you so much for listening. We should have another episode coming out next week, so keep your eyes open for that. Share with a friend. And with that said, my name's Derek. And my name is Blake. And you'll hear us next Tuesday.